This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while you're at the website, you can make an appointment to, to have an in-person or a virtual appointment, and we can talk about uh, any of the topics that we talk about today or on the other podcast. And speaking of other podcasts, uh, check out the website uh, for uh, our past shows that you can subscribe to on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Before we get into today's show, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Peter. I've had a, a really good week and just a really busy one, as always. You know how it goes, but yep. a, a good one. I, I'm excited about the show today. It sounds like you've got a, a great show planned. How have you been? Uh, I have been good, thanks. You know, it's it's busy both uh, on business and personal life. We had a, a great time with some friends this week and at a wedding, you know, which is always a great reminder to to be thankful for what you have, sure. uh, both materially and and not so much. So uh, I'm doing well. Thanks again for asking. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like fun. You went to a wedding last weekend. That's that's fun. Um, yep. <laughs> that's always nice, especially with with friends. And you said your wife was in the wedding party. That always makes it fun. So um, yeah. Well, that's yeah. great. That's great. Now, what's our topic for today's show? Yeah, that's a great question. I kind of kept this one a little hidden from what we normally do in the <laughs> opening, but we're going to talk about procrastination today, right? Financial pr- procrastination, because the truth of the matter is saving for retirement, which is which is what we talk about a lot, um, takes a lot of time to really get it right and, and to build up the assets that you need uh, for retirement. But unfortunately, some people are, are procrastinators. Just think about this, Tony. One in three Americans have less than $5,000 saved for retirement. That, that, that to me is scary. I know there's a lot of reasons, but, you know, uh, Social Security, for example, isn't going to pay for everything. We need to be talking about saving as much money as you possibly can for retirement. And when one, only one out of three Americans, uh, you know, has less than $5,000, it's a bit scary. Well, yeah. And so our show is on uh, financial procrastination. Uh, I know that you've been wanting to do the show for a while, but you just kept putting it off. (laughs) Right? I mean, where's the... Hey, where's your soundboard? That was a... There There you go. There you go. All right. Well, but that is a big number. I mean, one in three Americans have less than $5,000 in retirement savings. That's, That's not good. Um, no, it's an unsettling thing to hear. I mean, uh, 33% of less than $5,000, that's obviously not going to cover retirement. 
Yeah, no, no, it certainly isn't. And look, I mean, we are all guilty of a little procrastination, right? Whether it's putting off yard work or schoolwork or or putting off holiday shopping, especially if you're a guy, you know, <laughs> procrastination uh, is all of us. But un- unfortunately, uh, people really procrastinate when it has to do with finances, because for most people dealing with finances and doing the paperwork or, or the even the thinking that goes with it is not really fun. And Generally, we gravitate towards the things that we enjoy and that are fun. And and unfortunately, you know, because of that procrastination on, on dealing with financial matters, uh, things end up or you put yourself in a position where you may not be set up for what you really want to achieve down the road. Right. And that's that's so important. And, you know, obviously. So what are the what are the consequences? I mean, that first bank statement, obviously, after the holidays can be frightening. Right. You've spent so well, money. yeah. I mean, that's a perfect example, right? People don't want to, you know, deal with finances because they open up their, let's say, their app on their iPhone and check their checking account. And, you know, it's not where it wants to be, especially, let's say, after a vacation or, or a holiday. And, and, you know, again, we've all been guilty of this procrastination, but it's the small things that we do over time, right? So even if you procrastinate here or there, uh, you know, you say, okay, well, I'll get to it tomorrow. Well, tomorrow turns into next week and that turns into next month and then to next year. And all of a sudden you find yourself creeping up to retirement. And because you che- you don't want to check your checking account and you don't want to check your financial statements, all of a sudden you haven't done what you needed to. And now retirement's only 10 years away. And, and the truth of the matter is that may not be enough time for you to get to where you need to, um, to have the, the retirement, so the quality of retirement that you're looking to to have um, because time flies, right? You could be in your 20s and you're like, oh, that's 40 years away. And then all of a sudden now you're only 10 years out and you haven't positioned things. So that procrastination can really, really get to you, um, you know, as time goes on and you keep putting things off. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to keep putting things off. Now, what are the consequences of putting off saving for retirement? Well, let's just put some numbers to it, okay, Tony? So think about this. So if you're a 25-year-old who starts saving $100 a month um, until they retire at 65, you know, and let's assume a 5% rate of return on average annually, right? If you did that $100 a month for 40 years at 5%, that turns into $144,000 in your IRA, for example, okay? Now, if you waited until you were 40. So you delayed, you procrastinated uh, 15 years, and now you're 40 and you start contributing the same amount with the same return. By the time you get to 65, you would only have $57,000 in your IRA. That's a difference of $87,000 just because you procrastinated uh, for 15 years right? You've lost out on that compounding interest. And this is all in, you know, today's dollars, not dealing with inflation and stuff. But $87,000 is quite a chunk of change to miss out on just because you procrastinated uh, for 15 years and put things off. Well, yeah. I mean, $100 a month isn't a huge amount, but it adds up over time. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It goes to show, you know, just a little bit out of each of your paycheck can add up to a lot over time. And, you know, as you, you're saving for retirement, the more options you have and the more you also learn to live comfortably within your means, which is just a huge part of this conversation. Yeah, yeah. I think it needs to be a big part of the conversation, Peter. Then that's that's really important. That's a good point. Uh, a little can become a lot over time, especially with compounding interest. 
Well, yeah, absolutely. And again, even if you start with just a small amount, you a small amount, you will benefit into the future, right? You know, sometimes uh, you can set a goal. I want to save a hundred thousand dollars for retirement, and that can seem like a huge amount. But look, I just I just rattled off the number. Just doing a hundred dollars a month over uh, a number of years with with a return, you know, five percent on average annually is not out of the question. That's a, a fairly uh, conservative rate of return. Uh, then you can get to that, but it the the it's taking the first step, right? It's getting over that procrastination. Say, okay, instead of a hundred dollars a month that I'm going to blow at Starbucks, I, I should really reroute that into retirement savings so that I I can get to where I need to go and and stop procrastinating about it. Yeah, true. Uh, we put things off, uh, especially when it comes to saving money, dieting, yep. exercising, <laughs> and my yeah. and my personal list goes on from there. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, this sounds like a, a good plan. Let's keep things moving uh, and uh, let's jump ahead uh, right into our next segment. Uh, what do you have for us next? We're talking about the cost of financial procrastination here. What's next? Well, sure. Let me let me share. I like to always do hypotheticals, right? So let me give you a, another situation, right? So let's say all of a sudden you've found yourself and you're you're only ten years away from retirement, and you've decided, oh, I now now I now have to save, right? Because I've lost time. I, I've been working for for twenty years. I wasn't saving, and I look at the calendar, and go, oh crap, you know, retirement's ten years away. What's what I find a lot of time with people is they they are trying to catch up for lost time, and that means they take on a lot of extra risk in their portfolio, right? They're like, "Oh, I need to really invest this this money. I have a short period of time, and I, I need to I need to put it out there to make it grow really fast." Well, the unfortunate part is you don't have a lot of room for error when you're only ten years out. Let's say, for example. So my point in saying this is when you don't procrastinate, right? When you sit down and you're like, all right, I've got 35 years, it allows you to make decisions and be a little more rational about how you're going to invest your money, how you're going to use uh, uh, tools that may protect you to the downside, yet still get market returns. Whereas if you procrastinate, not only have you missed out on 20, uh, 20 years of putting money in and also 20 years of return, but you're also likely to make mistakes because you're trying to catch up and you feel like you've lost something. It's kind of like the tortoise and the hare, right? Tony, it, the slow and steady saver is going to get to their goal uh, a lot more uh, fulfilled than, let's say, someone who's trying to do it really fast in a short period of time. Wow. Yeah. And that's that's a really good point. That's something to think about. And so uh, why do you think people aren't taking this as seriously as they should? Well, look, I mean, life life is complicated in and of itself, right? There's right. a lot of things that go on. And I mean, we're coming out of a year with a pandemic. So we just add pandemic onto having children and buying a house and doing all those things. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is, one, as humans, we it's difficult to think that far ahead. But also we... We tend to worry about more what's real now, right? For a lot of us, we worry more about, hey, I'm going to, you know, I may die young and the consequences of that, missing out on the marriage of children or, or seeing grandchildren, you know, not miss their milestones. That's more of a concern, right? And, and making sure that stuff is taken care of. But not a lot of people think about the flip side. What if I actually live too long? 
right? If I live a, a healthy life and in my retirement last 25 years, then the odds of you running out of money um, is very strong, right? And you want to have a good retirement. Unfortunately, that takes money and to a certain degree. And you're not thinking about, hey, I may live for 20 years in retirement. I need to be saving money now, right? That's not the general thought. And I think that's for, for many people. It's just a matter of not thinking about it in, in the opposite of, hey, I'm going to, you know, something's going to happen tomorrow and I need to prepare for it, I actually need to prepare for what's going to happen two decades from now and take the steps necessary to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there certainly are a lot of things to consider here when talking about financial procrastination. How do we cut to the most important thing and prioritize here? Well, I think, uh, as you can probably imagine, the, to me, retirement planning should pro- should be a financial pri- priority. It should be your number one financial priority. Um, because like I said, when you get to a point of retirement, there, other than Social Security, it's your savings, your amount of savings that you have is going to be your sole source of income. So, you know, the truth of the matter is you need to have that money. And, and it also should be important to you because as we all know, life is unpredictable, right? I can say to myself, oh, I'm going to retire at 65, but what happens, what happens if I'm forced to retire early? What happens if, you know, if, my, if I get laid off at 62 and I can't find a new job and I'm pushed into retirement, or I have a health concern that forces me to retire early? And so in my mind, you know, at 50, I was like, oh, I've got 15 years to get you know, saved for retirement. And then something happens and all of a sudden now you don't have those years, those extra years to save. So there's unpredictability when it comes to when you actually may retire. So the earlier you earlier you can start, the the better you are prepared to deal with some of those uh, you know unpredictable events that may occur um, when you're leading up into those final years of retirement. Wow. Well, and and that's that's an again we have to be prepared for retirement. And when you say uh, retirement planning should be the financial priority, well, yeah, because retirement planning encompasses things like setting up an emergency fund account, making sure that you're ready for social security and maximize that and all these other aspects. Uh, but I know it can be easier said than done. Uh, we know from experience, right? Well, yeah, it's easy for me to sit on this side of the microphone and say, <laughs> Hey, save money. Right. right. I, I, I get it. it you know, no matter how old you are, how much money you have savings can be a challenge. Right. And, and there's a lot of things pulling for our attention and AKA pulling for our money. But again, just start with small attainable goals. And, and as you reach those goals, start increasing it. So if it's a hundred dollars a month that you start with and over a couple years, you know, let's hope you got a raise or something's changed. And now you can inch that up to 150 and then inch that up to 250 you know, start small and continue to build from there. And, and the other piece is, you know, it's nice to watch your savings grow, but don't obsess about it. Like don't check into your IRA account every day to see how it's growing. Make sure things are going in the right direction and that you have attainable goals, but let it, let it do its thing as you continue to put money in it. And over time, uh, you take these small steps uh, of we'll talk about budgets in a second, but making sure your costs are oh, you're living within your means and that you're also putting money aside um, and, and you're investing it in an appropriate way. Um, over time, that will grow. It's just a matter of making sure that you get to that point of saying, okay, it's time that I need to start or I need to stop procrastinating and I need to start putting something aside for retirement right. um, to get to where you want to go. Right. And the sooner you get started, the better, right? 
Absolutely, right? It's the 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 theory of compound interest. Over time, that your investments will continue to grow at a greater clip, and the earlier earlier you start, the better. I think that makes perfect sense. Now, uh, why don't we take a minute here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up a complimentary consultation to get their plan started? Yeah. So if you're interested in, in in trying to figure out, hey, how much do I actually need when I retire, which is can be a complicated question depending on how old you are, or you want to figure out, okay, I've saved X amount. What can I do with it? You know, creating some sort of retirement income plan. Um, that's what uh, I, w- I would love to sit down and help you figure out. You give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. And we set up appointment in person or virtually, and we'll start a conversation about um, what are your retirement goals? Uh, what do you have going on right now? And then how can we reach those goals um, or, or you know, also have a conversation. Maybe those goals aren't attainable and here's what you have to do to get there. Um, so I think that sounds good now. And you, we've been talking about the cost of financial procrastination. Uh, you finally stopped putting this topic off and did the show. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) You also Uh, mentioned creating a budget you can stick to, and that sounds like a good idea, but Peter, where do we start? How do we determine how much money we're going to need in retirement? Yeah, that's a great question. And we've talked about budgets before on other on other podcasts. Uh, and it's 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 one of the foundational aspects of financial planning, right? Because you can't figure out how much it doesn't matter how much money you have coming in, because if if you don't know what's going out, it doesn't mean a hill of beans, right? So so when we we're trying to figure out how much we need for retirement, you first need to, you know, deal with a budget today, tallying up what are your expenses? You know, where's all the money going when it flows into your bank account, it flows back out, where is it going? And that way you have a very, uh, a far more disciplined idea of, okay, here are my expenses. And then that also is going to allow you to say, okay, this is where I can fit in my $100 or $150 a month um, to put into retirement savings. Or you look at it and say, I don't have any extra to save for retirement. What can I actually cut out to kind of replace uh, for retirement savings? A budget is going to be a key part to start in, in the savings uh, savings idea. Sure. I mean, you can save on things like uh, gas or other things. I mean, saving is important and there are ways and areas we can always find, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, everyone says their budget's fixed, but once you put it down on paper, I, I see this time and again, Tony, you know, one of the things we ask folks that to do when they come into our office for this conversation is please put together a budget. And, and usually uh, after they do that and I'm sitting with them, their first comment is that was a really good exercise because now I realize how much money I'm, <laughs> I'm wasting on X, Y, Z. And, and that's the point of doing the budget. The first is to have the discipline, but it's also for you to be, you know, hold yourself accountable for your spending. Um, whether it be on going, you know, maybe you eat out a little too much or, or go to the movies too much or, or what have you. If you need to balance that against pre- uh, preparing for the future, this budget is going to be that key tool that's going to at least start showing you the picture of how to get there and stop procrastinating and making excuses for why you can't save for retirement. 
Well, and I know I wanted to ask you about long-term care because long-term care planning is another difficult topic, in my opinion, and there's a lot of confusion out there about it, right? Well, yeah, you're, that's a great point, Tony, because you know you have to save for retirement and everyone's thinking about saving just to, to spend the money on vacations or trips or what have you. But the truth of the matter is when you retire, there's also going to be a part where whatever you've saved for retirement is also, may ha- is also going to be used for any sort of long-term care that you may need. So let's define long-term care, right? That, that's when a, a person needs physical or even some emotional care for an extended period of time. And this is, type of care is going to include anything to helping uh, folks walk, get dressed, use the, uh, use the facilities, feeding themselves, managing pain, home maintenance, chauffeuring, driving around, getting people to medical appointments, those types of things. So that long-term care obviously is going to cost money because it could last you know a couple weeks, but it could be a couple months or even a couple years or become permanent. You never really know. So when you're thinking about saving for retirement, it isn't just about what you need for income. It's also trying to save and account for some of these items because maybe Medicare may not cover some of the costs associated with it. And it's it's a great point to bring up. Well, yeah. And long-term care is huge. I mean, the cost of healthcare and retirement and especially long-term care is just, it's crazy. And I I think we have to figure out ways to deal with it. Um, Is it normal for people to expect to have to use long-term care? Yeah. I mean, everyone's health situation is going to be unique, right? Uh, But as we've mentioned before, everyone's plan is unexpected and long-term care is often considered retirement wildcard, right? Because upcoming retirees have no idea um, what the potential costs are going to be, how they may need it, plus how, you know, the the rising cost of medical care is going to factor into it. So, you know, uh, if there's an emergency that's going to happen, the exorbitant cost of long-term care could have a profound impact on your, both your retirement income but also your lifestyle. So having some sort of plan built in for, for long-term care is something that you really should have when you're designing any sort of income plan for retirement. Well, yeah, that's, that's good. So it sounds like a lot of us, I mean, you know, one out of every three people, at least I've heard, will need long-term care. So uh, a lot yeah. of listeners might be wondering, though, how can I possibly prepare for that then? Well, it's all part of sitting down with someone, honestly, Tony, and accounting for all of those things, right? Because you can't just sit down and say, okay, I need long-term care insurance, for example, right? You need to weigh all the different aspects that are going to be going on in your your financial picture. Uh, Whether that means how much do you have saved? How much are you going to create from your your retirement savings for income to meet your needs? Social security, taxation, right? Uh, Long-term care planning should be part of any sort of overall retirement income planning that you're going to do. And we do this a lot with people, right? We, have, we sit down, we kind of go down all the list of all the X factors that could occur in someone's uh, financial life and retirement. We try to assess each one and how to deal with it. Everybody's different. So I can't tell you exactly how I would do it for, for an, you know, in general, but these are all things that are going to be considered and dealt with with uh, various uh, different vehicles to help deal with long-term care and retirement income um, and maximizing Social Security, for example. Well, sure. There are a lot of different uh, options out there, or at least a, a few good ones. And it depends on people's personal situation. There are certain types of insurance, certain types of riders, depending on what financial vehicles you have, certain types yeah. of, of ways to save and to prepare for long-term care costs in retirement. And uh, having a plan in place, though, uh, that's so important because it can ease the burden on your eventual caregivers 
and on the on your family, your your spouse or your your children. Having a plan in place could really uh, make their lives a lot better. Uh, I've I've seen that personally. I mean, I've seen my mom and my father-in-law uh, need assisted living and long-term care. And wow, if they they don't have a plan for it, it's a mess. Right, and, and it is absolutely a mess. And you you hit the nail on the head of having some sort of plan. And this goes back to also procrastination, Tony. Right, because dealing with any of these issues. Um, the more you plan for it, the the less of an impact. I'm not going to say it's going to be less expensive per se, but the less of an impact it could be on your overall retirement, right? If if you're thinking about some sort of long-term care 20 years before you retire, which which is doable, then you can at least build that into either your saving strategy or, or whatever strategy we're going to use to deal with long-term care. Whereas if you've procrastinated and put it off and said, oh, I'm going to be healthy, I'm never going to need it. And then, you know, all of a sudden that hits and you need long-term care and you because you procrastinated and didn't have something in place well now it's going to have a huge impact it's still going to be expensive but it's all now going to have a significant impact on your uh on your lifestyle and on your savings and that's why you know procrastinating about any of these items right whether it be saving for retirement whether it's long-term care whether it's you know making sure you understand social security you should understand how that program works long before you're ever going to take your first dollar out of it so that you can plan accordingly uh, the bottom line is procrastination is going to uh, can really kill your your retirement uh, dreams or retirement goals because there's a lot that goes into it and there's a lot of planning and and working with someone who can help you develop a plan is also a key part of that that process. All right, that sounds great. And, and this has been a great show. You've given us a lot to think about today, Peter. We should probably wrap this thing up, put a bow on it. Is there anything you want to <laughs> add before we go? Yeah, I'll just follow up my last statement there. You know, if you're interested in sitting down with someone, a financial advisor uh, who can work with you to create a plan to to make sure you're not procrastinating, or if you have procrastinated, how can we get you on track or at least to to reach your goals in the amount of time you have left, whatever it may be, um, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us on the IVAG.com. Uh, we'll sit down and start a conversation to start putting things together so that you're prepared for retirement whenever that whenever that may be for you. Don't procrastinate, I think is the message here. And that's it. Thanks for that, Peter. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Loffenberg. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Loffenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Loffenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.